0: Hello and thank you for being here. Today is sort of an anniversary for Back in America. This is episode 30. Since I started this exploration of the American identity, culture and values last November, I have recorded 30 episodes and almost as many amazing interviews. I wish I could speak with every one of the thousands of listeners who across the world hear the story I tell in this podcast I wish I could ask you what you like and what you don't I'm grateful for the comments and reviews you have left on Apple Podcast and please feel free to leave suggestions for the show on its Facebook page you have asked for episode transcript and I'm starting to transcribe them it takes time But the letters are transcribed. You will find them on the episode notes and on the podcast website at backinamericatepodcast.com. Stay safe and enjoy this installment. If you're tired of arguing with strangers on the internet, try talking with one of them in real life. Welcome to Back in America, the podcast. Hello Marina Haun or Haun Baba Yeva. Welcome to Back in America. Thank you, Stan. Marina, you're an artist and I would like you to tell me about your art. How would you describe your art style?
1: Um, my art style different. I move back and forth between two styles realistic representation of subject matter and abstract um, And between two mediums uh, when I'm looking for urban street scenes, that will become realistic painting. I use watercolor. When I do abstract, painting I use oil and I have no idea what the painting is going to look like when finished the painting dictates its own source the process complement one another beautifully and pure abstraction strength what I'm able to do when I am paint realistically
0: mm. Before being an artist, you began your career as an archaeological artist. Talk to me about some of the projects you worked on at the time.
1: I drew all things uh, archaeologists found in ground. Coin, sculptures, terracotta, metal, or whatever they found.
0: And where where were you working at the time?
1: That time I lived in Uzbekistan and married for native Uzbek. Uzbekistan is a Muslim country. And in 13 years I was in Uzbekistan, I never felt welcome. Sorry about the attitude toward Russians who is... Almost all white people and blue eyes um, living in Soviet black country after collapse were uncertain, especially in Muslim one.
0: Hmm. Let's go back to your uh, to your work at the time. You were uh, an archaeological artist. Uh, you told us that you were drawing artifacts that were found. Where uh, where did they come from, those objects?
1: From the ground. In Uzbekistan, especially in Samarkand, they have really big archaeologist objects. And years they're working to find this big city and open and just work on that.
0: Okay. Did you like your work at the time?
1: Actually, I drew, and I like what I did. And I see the result, and that result was published in a, a few books.
0: You were born in the Urals Mountains of Russia. Tell me about your memories at the time. You know, when were you born? What can you remember from that early time of your life?
1: Oh, I was happy <laughs> as any child Around family and happy family. And I remember at the same time, I attended to middle school, music school, to study play piano, art school, and study ballet. Um, My choice was art. Um, But my sister's choice was play piano.
0: So what year were you born?
1: 1962.
0: How old were you when you moved to study in St. Petersburg, and how did it feel moving from uh you know your birth city to this big city in Russia
1: After graduating high school, I immediately went to St Petersburg and uh six years I spent at the Ripen Institute it was hard but rewarding. Um, That institute uh, current name is Imperial Academy of Fine Art and I was either very lucky or very talented to have gotten into one of the top art schools in Europe. From what I have seen, American art education is not as Difficult because they don't emphasize the importance of basic education in realistic style of discipline. Which one I think is important, and after study realistic discipline, you can move any other style easily.
0: Mm-hmm. But. I'm also interested in in your impression of the city and the life uh, that you lived in St. Petersburg, you know, coming from uh, the mountain of this industrial city and arriving in St. Petersburg. How did it feel?
1: St. Petersburg is the big, big city and very, very beautiful. And all Americans who've been there tell how beautiful it is and I was impressed and when I felt like not comfortable or something is going on in any way I just went to the street, just walk around the building enjoy it and all my uncomfortable feelings went away
0: were you living uh, with other students at the time?
1: Yes, of
0: course. Yeah, so was it a fun period of your life? Oh,
1: I think that time is affect me in the best way as you can imagine. And built my character, all, everything. <laughs>
0: Tell me some of the best memory that you have from that time in St. Petersburg.
1: Oh, help. It's really help from other students and from our professors. They are really high educated and they uh, teach us each, you know, brushstroke each pencil mark and but it was a really um realistic representation all subject matter and we have to study hard.
0: Mm-hmm. But that was some of your best memory the help that you got from your fellow students and your professors. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see you smile on camera and uh, I can imagine that it was a fantastic time of your life. So, despite all that, uh, life was tough for you in Russia and you decided to move uh, to the U.S. in 2002. Can you give me some of the reason why you decided to move to the U.S.?
1: Oh... Reason was collapse of the Soviet Union, because living in Uzbekistan, and Muslim country, um, under Muslim rule, rules both as woman and as artist, it was really hard and difficult to everyone.
0: So you, you arrived um, in the US. You apply for political asylum because of religious discrimination. That's correct, right?
1: Oh, yes, correct. My family, my husband, right now it's ex-husband, and my daughter came to United States and we live in, as a family. Here.
0: What are some of the... Thing that struck you when you arrived in the US? What are the, some of the details you remember of your first impression stepping in the US?
1: Oh, freedom. <laughs> um, actually, when I first came to America, I lived in a Russian neighborhood in Trenton um, because I had a friend in Europe. Who had a friend who knew someone here? <laughs> it was just the way it worked out because I didn't know anyone here.
0: Did you speak English when you arrived?
1: Oh, that time my English was
0: really poor. So you say that one of the first feeling you had arriving in the US was freedom. but what are some of the visual image? you remember from that time you know what are some of the thing you saw that was like very surprising to you
1: statue of freedom <laughs> oh, some of my friend uh picked me up from airport and i just look around and was just impressed it was something would I never experienced in Soviet Union and in Uzbekistan it's completely d- different architecture and completely different how people walk how people talk and how act between each other everything completely different and oh. different language
0: <laughs> yeah of course of course um how did you manage to make a living at the time? Were you supported by a government program, by uh, non-profit Russian groups? You know, wh- how did you live?
1: Uh, actually, I came in and have just tourist visa, uh, and after that I applied for work permit and green card and in order to survive financially i started teaching drawing uh, to private students and almost all my students was russian
0: so in 2010 you became the only licensed and commissioned artist by princeton university what does that really mean and how did it help you in your work
1: that time it's mean a lot. Um, I was unknown artist and um, a little thinking that my art is not really perfect, but when I came to the communication office of Princeton University, they immediately commissioned me to paint more and more and uh, later on they produced calendar official Princeton University calendar for 18 months and bought my 18 drinks.
0: So that really helped you to be more known in uh, in the Princeton area, more recognized as an, as an artist, right?
1: right? Right. That time I drew just Uh, architectural renderings. And some using watercolor drew flowers, portrait, um, who is asking for having portrait of themselves. And uh, that time I didn't start any um,
0: abstract paintings. And are you still doing this kind of realistic painting? Or are you more focused on the abstract painting nowadays?
1: Actually, I love realistic paintings, and I think it's the most beautiful painting which one can exactly uh, produce what you see around. And our natural forest flowers and everything is so beautiful, and just realistic representation can show you how they are. Mm.
0: So then your life took a different turn in uh, 2017 in the dead of winter, in December. Your apartment burned down and you lost everything. You have no insurance at the time. And I believe your daughter uh, takes you with her. Um, Is that right?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's was a really difficult time, and it was december twenty seventh two thousand seven end of the year and before the new year and cold cold weather and all my ap- apartment was destroyed and um most affected by that fire. Um, and the most infected four of twenty four units in that building, and one of that four units, it was mine, and I had no insurance. I sustained the majority of the fire and fire fighting damage, and. All my okay uh, it's difficult to talk about this because I still didn't get any reimbursement and uh, <laughs> uh, i I understand um uh, living without no insurance renter insurance it's really a um, bad choice and um, I can tell seven just seven of 23 survival surviving tenants had renters insurance and not just me decide live in renter in unit as uh do not have any insurance oh so sorry,
0: yeah, how has your life been uh since then
1: I'm still facing the Huge task of rebuilding my life and thinking God must really have a fantastic plan for me to put me through this terrible process. And I hope one day I will not have a tear on my eyes when I talk about this and it's gonna be just memory. Bad memory, but just memory. It breaks my heart to think that this had all been a disaster without any reason. I try to find why it's happened exactly to me, but I don't have
0: answer. Are you a religious person?
1: Yes, I do believe in God, yes, and I pray God, yes, I do believe in God, and I hope all real give you some hope, and that hope can rebuild your life, at least hope,
0: Why is your daughter not able to sustain you, to help you financially? Because she's my daughter. And you don't want to depend on her?
1: We help each other. I do something, Uh, she did something. Actually, I serve her. um, I care about uh, the preparing of the food and clean everything. And she offered for me some uh, support as a
0: food. We are living in difficult times and uh, this summer you were planning to teach at the Mercer Community College, Uh, but the summer camp where you were to teach has been cancelled. How did that affect you?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a big effect. (laughs) All coronavirus things and what happened with that COVID-19 affect everyone and exactly who actually I lost the job (laughs) which one I think it's gonna help me
0: survive so what did you do when you learned that the job was cancelled
1: pray God pray God this coronavirus disappear
0: how did you manage to uh, just survive day to day without any revenue
1: I still work on my art and producing uh, architectural rendering uh, of Princeton University campus. Um, Princeton University bought my 18 drawings. Right now I produced 10 more drawings and start new series of gargoyle and tiger Uh, of Princeton University and I like how it's come out and I uh, made a postcard and uh, selling this card through the Labyrinth Bookstore and um, Princeton University Art Museum Store and um, they And I sold uh, and still selling uh, my decally drawing. So it gave me some sort of money. I just want to say how grateful I am that Share My Meal has been created assistance for people like me who are in need by providing food, food resources.
0: So three times a week you receive a prepared meal delivered by one of the volunteers to your to your door. Is that it?
1: Yes, I received three times a week uh, prepared food, and I'm
0: grateful to share my meals people for amazing support. The rest of the time, where do you get your food uh, from?
1: I got food from arm-in-arm in, arm in Jewish center, family center, and I uh, participated to Corner Kitchen um, in uh, United Methodist
0: Church. So, given the situation and given all the hardship that you are going through, do you sometimes regret leaving your mother country?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> no. I was really happy to be born in Soviet Union. And at that time, in Soviet Union was really powerful country. And life until Soviet Union collapsed was really good. And I was happy to live there and... I'm so glad that I was born there. But after like 1990s, um, life in Soviet Union was so bad um, and still not really comfortable, as I know from my
0: friends. Mm. Do you have a message that you would like to communicate to people? Maybe something that your experience, your life experience has taught you so far.
1: I think the most important is that you never know what life will throw at you. And everyone can experience terrible tragedy like a fire or flood. And just need to calm down and pray God. And I think the lesson which one gave to your lifestyle supposed to be taken and have some study from that lesson and I did.
0: Okay, thank you. So finally, Marina, the last question I have, which I've always asked in uh, every single episode of Back in America, is what is America to you?
1: America, for me, is a good country. And I think if the same situation can happen in Russia, what are going to do? and how, how I'm going to survive and i think that it's going to be worse situation than i experienced in the united states and i just want to thank you to all princeton community uh to their help and support and God bless all people of Princeton.
0: Marina, thank you so much for accepting to share your story with Back in America. And good luck to you. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. Thank you.